care center needs those boys' clothes and shoes and things of that nature. I, I believe I noticed a, a sign-up sheet for volunteers for the care center, I think, was on the bulletin board and saw some names there. So if you can help them out, I'm sure they would love to have your name and number, and they can kind of work you in where you can help them. So just remember all those things, and uh, it's good to be a part of a church that's, that's busy, involved, uh, doing things to touch, uh, touch people here in the community. So uh, tonight, if you will, let's go to Romans chapter 12 and begin it. I'm going to start at verse 9 and read some scripture here. This is powerful scripture. If you will, let's stand in honor of reading God's word. Romans 12, 9. <clears throat> Behave like a Christian. I tell you what, this is really, this, this scripture, I guess if you just kind of read through this every day, it would remind you of how to handle things as a Christian. And it's loaded down. I just went through the day just kind of counting on fingers as I looked at it. And it's, it's, it's about 30 things here that it tells a Christian to do or not to do. And so uh, let's, let's look at this real quick. And then we're just going to zero in on one. But I just wanted to read this. Just keep it all together here. It says, let, let love be without a hypocrisy. Abhor, that which, uh, abhor what is evil, but cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love, and in honor giving preference to one another, not lagging in diligence, but be fervent in spirit and serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer, Distributing to the needs of the saints, given to hospitality, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep, be of the same mind toward one another, do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble, do not be wise in your own opinion, in your own opinion. Repay no evil for evil. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for the good things in the sight of men. And if it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap cold to fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Isn't that amazing scripture? Wow, if you just looked at that. I believe whatever you may would run into, that I believe you could find how to handle it right there in that scripture somewhere. Father, we thank you for your word and just pray that you bless it now. And as we just begin to look at it, and Lord, as I share what you placed on my heart, Lord, I pray that you will bless it, anoint it, and everything that I say would be the truth, exactly what you want said that be a glory and an honor to your name. We ask it in the name of Jesus, amen and amen. <clears throat> I, uh, I want to I, I just open up with a little song that probably y'all all know, and if you want to, uh, if you want to join in with me, uh, you can, but it's uh, you, this time of year you, you hear this song, so sorry. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Ain't nobody singing to me. 
Have a holly jolly Christmas. And as you walk down the street, say hello to friends you know and everyone you meet. Have a holly jolly Christmas. And in case you didn't hear, oh, by golly, have a jolly holly Christmas this year. Boy, I tell you, I didn't think I was going to get any applause at all for that. <laughs> but I think I got five. Yeah. Wow. That's the, kind of, that's the kind of music that you hear, that kind of stuff this time of year. Amen. But uh, so as I look at that and, 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 and look at that song and just old Burl Ives and the bouncing way that they play and sing it and all, and it just kind of, you know, it's kind of, in my mind, it's what Christmas kind of looks like to us and what it feels like or should feel like right out in the open, walking the streets. It's just a, it's just a, a jolly time, and you know, when you, what do you think about when you think about a jolly time? You know, I think a, a jolly old Saint Nick, you know, and uh, or just a, a jolly old man. I mean, what, what when you think about being jolly? I think of somebody that laughs a lot. Don't y'all y'all think that? Y'all with me? All right, okay, okay. Hank, get in get in this with me here. I need help here tonight. So we think about the. The, the, the jolly and to have a, a holly jolly Christmas and just things are going good and you just walk in the streets and everything's decorated and everything's good and you're looking forward to Christmas and what you may get and all that kind of stuff, you know, or, and you just, it's just a happy time. It's a happy time. And how many of y'all like those kind of times? Okay, y'all can say I do, you know, stuff like that. I love happy times and and just in, in it just just feeling good, you know, and uh, and I and I tell you what, I don't think there's a thing in the wrong with being jolly. Y'all think there's anything wrong with being jolly during Christmas? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's good. As a matter of fact, I think it'd be good if we could just go ahead and be holly and jolly a year round. Y'all with me? Yeah, I do. So as I as I. Look, read this, the reason that I went to this particular place here is, is one verse, but then I got looking at all of it, and it just, I said, I, I just need to read all of that because it tells, it just tells a Christian how to live, how to act, how to handle things. But one of them, and it was verse 15. Verse 15 says, Rejoice with those that rejoice, and weep with those who weep. Now, as I look at that, and we think about rejoice, the word rejoice is a word that just means uh, to be glad or, or cheerful. And, um, I, and I, I, I probably, these, Greek, these words, when I go to the Greek, soon I'll be able to explain them to you real good because I'm taking a Greek class that Nathaniel's teaching. So, you know, that probably won't take me long and I'll be a whiz at this Greek stuff with such a fine instructor as we have here. So, but anyway, that word, uh, to rejoice is just to be glad and to be cheerful. I, I would say, you know, just to that, that jolly type of thing, you know, that it's just, that's what it's about, and to rejoice. And there's times that we can rejoice, but when we think about a Christian, in my mind, I think that's, a Christian is, it, that's just, that's what we do what we should do 
That's what I think that's what we can do. How many of y'all think that we can rejoice? Okay. It's kind of like y'all, y'all watch that old Geico commercial. You know, they have, now they're, now they're on to that. Uh, you know, if you're, the, if you're the man in the operation game, you get operated on. It's what you do. Okay, have y'all seen that commercial? Y'all seen the doctor sign in it? It's the operation. Okay. So I'm thinking in my mind, if you're a Christian, you know, it, rejoicing, it's just, it's what you do. You see what I'm saying? It's just it's kind of like who you are. And, 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 and all of these things that I read, when we look at it, I mean, it, that, that's, that's a Christian. That's, that's what they do. That's how we act. But that rejoicing, if anybody, if there's, every bit, if there's anybody breathing that has any reason to rejoice, it's Christian people. Amen? I mean, that's just the way it is. It doesn't mean that bad things are not come our way or whatever, and we're going to look at that. But rejoicing is just part, part of us because of who we are rejoicing in. Now, as I look at that word, and I, I'm, I'm going to just look at that about rejoicing real quick, and then we'll move on to some more stuff. But as we talk about, as we look at Christmas and the Christmas story in Luke 1, 28, this is where the angel came into Mary and spoke with Mary, and, and, and I'm, I'm going, what I'm going to read to you comes from the New King James Version. And... Uh, which you'll, you'll, you'll get it up there but from the King James Version. But it says, And having come in, the angel said to her, and you see where it says hail? That hail is the same word I read right here. Same Greek word, rejoice. New, the New King James says rejoice. Rejoice, highly favored one. Talking to Mary. Rejoice, rejoice highly favored one. Did anybody in here feel like they're highly favored? By gracious I do. You say, well, Eddie, I don't see that you got any reason to. You don't look like much to me. I, but it's who I know. It's who I know. I'm highly favored because I am a born-again child of the king. Amen? Then I can rejoice in that. Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with me. I can rejoice. And isn't it good to rejoice? And Christian people should be that kind of people. And they rejoice. And when you, that's, that's who they do. That's, that's what they do. Okay? They rejoice. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. So I'm saying, Eddie, blessed are you among people because you are highly favored, because the Lord is with you. Amen, amen, and I can rejoice in that. Rejoicing. Rejoicing. Be glad, cheerful. Then in Matthew, when we talk about something, uh, you know, around the birth of Christ with the wise men, Matthew 2.10, talking about the wise men here, it says, And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. Their, their rejoicing was in what they were looking at, what they were looking for, what they felt like they had found. And it all was all wrapped up around Jesus. But then as we move through the, the New Testament, we find the teachings of Paul and in, in, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, Paul uh, wrote this to the Philippians, Rejoice in the Lord, how often? Always. Rejoice in the Lord always. And then he goes on to say it again. And again I say rejoice. Be cheerful. Be glad. Amen. Now that, and to me that is what is... So good for a Christian, for a Christian, is that even though they may be going through hard, difficult things, you can still rejoice in Him, in Him. 
Rejoice in the Lord. And then it goes on in 1 Thessalonians 5.16. Paul, speaking to them, says, Rejoice evermore. It's who we are. It's what we do. Is we rejoice in the Lord. Man, and I, you know, and, and it, my mind just keeps kicking back to that being highly favored. I love it. I love it. But not only that, when we get all the way to the end of the book here, we get into Revelation, we get all the way back there to chapter 19, we will find this in, in 19, 6 and 7. And John uh, wrote here, he said, And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude, and as of the voice of many waters, and of the voice of a mighty thunderings, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Amen? The Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Let us do what? Let us be glad and rejoice because it says, And give honor to him for the marriage of the Lamb is come and his wife has made herself ready. And I believe that wife is the, the bride of Christ which is the church, the true believers. And there we get all the way to the end whenever it's God has established things and the, you've got the marriage supper of the Lamb. You've got the, 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 the bride coming together. This, this is at the end. I mean, what are we doing there? What are we, we're rejoicing, still rejoicing. That's what Christians do. We can rejoice. That's, that's just who we are. And so if we look at that and we think about it, I love, love the fact that Christian people, if anybody can rejoice, it's Christian people. And, they're, and they're, it's, that's just who we are. Now, as I think about that and think about rejoicing and in rejoicing in, in Christ, but also as I sang this little holly jolly Christmas, how many of y'all are planning on being glad and cheerful and rejoicing when you get together with your family and pass out gifts and have a good time together? Y'all planning on doing that? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I sure don't. I believe that's blessing from God. Now, as we look, and as, 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 as I look at that, how many here can, can say, I have been blessed? I have been blessed. And it is so good to realize that. No, I have been blessed. Now, when we, when we get together, and if you got your, and you can get together with your family, folks, families are precious. Oh, the value of family. Don't ever forget that. If God has blessed you with a good, close, tight-knit, loving family that's there for one another, you ought to jump up and shout, thank you, Jesus, for your family. And then, and then uh, that you're able to get together with your family and you've got your health, that you've got good health. Me and Sister... Helen was talking about, about that a few minutes ago and, and how, how good it is to have your health. Now, some of us may not have it, you know, but to be able to get together with your family and for them to be healthy, you, your children to be healthy, wow. I mean, I've, I've still got my mom and dad. They're getting, they're getting on up in age, and I'm, I'm beginning to wonder if I'm going to be able to outlive them. Uh, you know, they're just, they just hanging right in there. But, you know, and dad is not as, as healthy as he once was, but he's, he's able to be with us, you know, and, and, and it's just great. That's a blessing from God that, you know, that he's blessed us with, me and all of our, Teresa's family, my family, 
it's just good to have mom and daddy and be able to looking forward to, to tomorrow night. We're going to be, get together tomorrow night at my daughter's house and uh, you know it's just we're just going to have it we're just looking for a great time but it's good to have family to be able to get together that we're in good health and not to take but not only that we're planning planning on getting a, somebody giving me a little something you know what I mean and them kids they look they they're going to get something and the thing about it is is you know what we've been blessed enough to be able to give from, with material things. Some people think, well, you know, that's not, not good. Well, I don't think that's the truth. Now, if you, if the material things, and I've said this before, if that becomes what matters to you most and that becomes your God, then it's a wrong thing. It's a wrong thing. But to be blessed with material stuff, and, I, and let me look at let me just look at Ecclesiastes chapter 1, I believe, and I'm going to read this. My, uh, my youngest son shared this the other night, and it really, it really has stuck with me. And uh, 2, uh, well, no, I'm still not right. 3, Ecclesiastes 3. And, and y'all remember, it, 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 you remember Ecclesiastes where it talks about, the, you know, for there's a time for this and there's a time for this. You know, it says there's a, there's, a, there's a time to weep and there's a time to laugh. There's a time to mourn. There's a time to dance. You know, there's a time of war. There's a time of peace. You know, I mean, it's just that, that, this sort of thing. And, 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 and Solomon's trying to, you know, to, to saying, you know, I, I tried to figure all this out. And I tried to figure out God and I, and I experienced it all. But then in verse 10 here in chapter 3 of Ecclesiastes verse 10 says, I have seen the God-given task which with which the sons of man, sons of men are to be occupied. Now listen to what it says. He has made everything beautiful in its time. I think of that old Ray Stevens song. Everything's beautiful. You know, came from here. God, he has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity in their hearts, in the hearts of men, except that no one can find out the work that God does from beginning to end. Eternity has been placed in the hearts of man. That's just the way it is. They're, they know there's something more to life. That's what, that's what Solomon's trying to figure out here. What is it all about? And he says, I went after it, and I couldn't figure it all out. But I did figure out one thing. There is a God, and he placed eternity in the hearts of men, but he put stuff in there about him, and you're not going to ever be able to figure out his work or what he's all about. That ain't going to happen because God's God, and you ain't. He said, I figured that out. I have figured that out. Then he goes, but listen now. It says, and I know, verse 12, I know that, I didn't give you this, did I? Okay, that's fine. It's okay. I know that nothing is better for them than to rejoice. We're about to, to rejoice. To rejoice and to do good in their lives. Sounds like what I, scripture I read it was talking about them doing good in your life. And also, listen to this, and also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor. That's what we're doing tomorrow night when we gather up and share gifts. We're enjoying and giving the, from the fruit of our labor. And you know what it said at the end of that? It is the gift of God. Amen. Amen. Y'all believe that? Yeah. 
God blesses you to have the, the material thing. To, God blesses you with the health to get out and, and gives you the job and the ability to work and to, to make money and to have these things. Not just to hoard it, not to, for that to be your God, but to bless, to, be, to enjoy it and to bless your family with it and to bless others that may be in need. That's what it's for. And it's a blessing and it's from God and to, and, and to enjoy it. I know sometimes I have felt this. By gracious, I've been blessed so much that it makes me embarrassed sometimes to look around and see how people are, some people are hurting and struggling and just not, doesn't have it. You know what I'm saying? But I, I think it's, if we keep it right in our minds, it's like sometimes I, I have felt good, uh, I have felt bad about enjoying what God had given me just because I could see people that didn't have it. You know, I think that's, that's, a, that's a tough issue. And um, I think within our hearts we should. We should have that compassion and caring for, for people and those that are hurting. And that's the reason I was drawn to that scripture. Now, we've been blessed. We can rejoice in who we are, rejoice in Jesus coming to this earth and doing what he did that I could I could share with a hurting family yesterday that lost a loved one. You know, Jesus loved you and died so that we wouldn't have to put up with this forever. There's more to life than this. There's eternal life, and it's a gift from God through Jesus Christ our Lord. And to, to be able to, to do that and, and to rejoice in being able to do that and that, to realize that <clears throat> we, what we have in him, but to realize that the blessings that he has given us, we can, we can enjoy it. We can enjoy it. But, this, but it also said this, rejoice with those who rejoice, but weep with those that weep. So the reason I say that is I started out tonight by singing, well, it came upon midnight clear, but then I also shared, holly jolly Christmas. Have a holly jolly Christmas. There's folks that's probably not going to feel that holly jolly Christmas, okay? Even Christian people. Now, so it's and 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 so tonight for me, what I what I've been just has hit me the last couple of days is to realize that this is a time that we're planning. You know, most of us just plan on we're blessed. I was planning on having a really really jam up good time. But I think it doesn't hurt for us all to stop and, and to realize that not everybody is going to be able to do what we do. And, not, and, and you know, there's all kind of reasons for it. But to, to stop because the word tells us to rejoice with those that rejoice. Let's walk down the street together and all of us have a holly jolly Christmas. That's good. We can do that and enjoy life, enjoy what God has given us. But at the same time, to never, never forget about those that are hurting and that are struggling because uh, there's a time to laugh, there's a time to weep. It could be that next Christmas I may be in a position where uh, there may be tears in my eyes. I don't have any idea. I don't know, you know. But uh, I think it's good for, for Christian people so they can rejoice and enjoy the fruit of their labor 
and rejoice in Jesus Christ and who they are and what he means to them and what he's done for them and what a joy that is. I mean, I could stand here tonight and tell you thing after thing after thing after thing that the Lord has done for me and my family and blessed. And, and I just, and I thank him. I thank him. Thank him for that. Thank him. But to, to never forget about those that, that are hurting and struggling. And I, the reason, <clears throat> uh, I guess, that I was, that I'm th- thinking that way is just because it seems like a lot of stuff has happened in the last three or four days for me. And, and, I've, and I've had to go and do things and be with people. But um, I mentioned yesterday, um, I had to do a, a funeral yesterday for Carol Pennington. You know, probably you might, some of y'all may remember her. They, her and her husband Ray were members of this church, and they were here several years ago. And he died, and he's been sickly off and on really bad. And but she died suddenly, and and uh, I, I had to do the service, and it's right here. Two days, three days before Christmas, I'm doing a service. She has a son and a daughter, and her son really struggles with life, and he's not a believer. And uh, he actually sat out in the yard during the service. That's sad, isn't it? But you know what? I believe he's weeping inside. He's hurting inside. And that, that daughter was too. And so it's Christmas. And uh, to sing Holly Jolly Christmas may not, may not be exactly what they feel like hearing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying to stop and think about people, and you probably know that too, but then not only that, then I got a call from Tommy Bryant. You all know Tommy Bryant. He moved over to Live Oak, you know, but his his wife Donna, her mama is in her 80s, but she's, um, she's just hanging on to life. Congestive heart failure sounded bad. She was in a a nursing home in Green Cove, and they got a hold of me and asked would I go see her because she was struggling, or they were struggling, and she was uh, with her salvation. They did not know if she knew the Lord and was uncomfortable with that. And so I, I was able to go and uh, yesterday. I went yesterday and, and visited with her, and, and thank the Lord she was... She was conscious. She could talk. She kind of remembered me from a funeral I did in her family back. And I was able to just talk right straight up with her and, and, and talk to her about the Lord. And, and she prayed. She prayed with me. She asked the Lord to save her. I took a profession of faith from her, and she did it. And it was just, I mean, priceless. See, I can rejoice that I can do that. But I know then that they called me today and said that they were sending her home and sending the hospital care and just expecting that she'll be only a few days. So that's tough. That's Christmas. That's a hard, that's a hard, that's a hard thing with Christmas time. So there's nothing wrong with this having a joyful time and enjoying God's blessings. But to realize there's people that it's that it's they're going through tough times. And not to forget that. And I don't know but what it wouldn't be good to all of us when we're together to stop and say, y'all. We, we've had a great time tonight, but before we all bust up and go home, let's just pray for those that's really having a hard time. You know what I'm saying? And then um, 
I, um, which I, I praise God for Robert, but I was thinking about Robert, that he's been in the, there for several or a couple weeks now. But thank God he's going to be home for Christmas. So that's a joy. That's a joy there, you know. But they, were, they weren't expecting this at, at Christmas time. But then I just found out that Connie Sweat's mom fell and busted up her. She's a, Brother Johnny just told me she is really in bad shape. She's cracked her back, got several broke bones. She's 88 and just laying there crying. And that was Miss Connie Sweat. So things just happen. But for us to remember that these things are going on, even at Christmas time, that there's, there's still heartache. And there's a time for all things. And sometimes that's where we may find ourselves. But then, uh, night before last, I got a call. <laughs> and it was Don Elliott, if y'all remember Don Elliott and Carol, Carol Elliott. And she had her wreck right down here at Winn-Dixie at the red light. She was just r running from her house down there to get a couple pieces of chicken to go with the meal that she had cooked. And she got broadsided. Somebody run a red light and killed her. She's busted up in her face here. She's in good, she's in good spirit. She's okay other than this. She's bruised up and looks bad. And I don't think they can do anything about those broken bones in her mouth and all. But she told me today, she, I went by to see her, and she, she said, uh, you know, I, I ruined Christmas <laughs> for my family. We can't, you know, and, and just that sort of thing. But things change. I mean, things can change. Let's be thankful and grateful if we're able to get together and have a good time, and it's a blessing from God. But to always remember that there's other folks, and these are Christian people, that's going through some hard, tough times. Then, this last one here that, I will, that I'll share, I don't know these people, but this just kind of floated through to me a few days ago. So I'm, and, and so I, I, These things just kind of weigh on me when you just see these things, especially at this time of year. Because, it's, I, you know, I'm blessed. I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not having to go through this. And I'm looking forward to things. I mean, it could change before I get home. Who knows? But this, this, was, uh, this came through the Angel Tree program that we do where we, we give the, the gifts. And, and, and Janice gave them, uh, takes the gifts to the children of people that are incarcerated and their parents or whatever's in jail. And they can't, uh, they can't get, they're not going to get anything. So I, that's, a, that's a wonderful thing for any churches to do that. And I thank, I praise God for that. But here's, here's a, a family, and it's a, it's a, a, a grandparents, an older man and woman, and their grandparents. And they're, they're trying to raise by themselves their two young teenage boys because teenage boys, mom and dad, are in jail at Christmas. Then on top of that, Grandma is sick as she can be, so she's taking chemo because she has cancer. Wow. Have a holly jolly Christmas. Nothing wrong with either side, folks. God bless you. Enjoy it. And know that the blessings come from Him. And give Him all the praise and rejoice. And enjoy the fruit of your labor. But let's not forget that those of those that are hurting, I wish things could be different. But that's life, and I don't understand it. Eternity has been placed in me, but I sure can't figure God out on some of this stuff. You know what I mean? So, uh, like it said, let's rejoice with those that rejoice. But let's weep 
with those who weep. And um, tonight, as, uh, as we close out, and I, I just, this was just, had been on my heart to do this. And, and that, um, <clears throat> that's the reason that I, I wanted to sing that particular verse. And ye beneath life's crushing load, whose forms are bending low. Some people are God, they're carrying the load. Who toil along the climbing way with painful steps and slow. Look now for glad and golden hours come swiftly on the wing and rest beside the weary road and hear the angels sing. Even though they're going through that, if they know the Lord, stop and listen. Go to him and let him, let him bless them. That's, that's, that's all we can do. But I do believe that we can pray for those. And so tonight, as we close, that's what I want to do, and that's the, way, that's the way I want to close our service tonight. Many of y'all raised your hand. You're planning on being with your family tomorrow, and you're planning on having a good time together. Praise God, do it, and enjoy yourself, and thank the Lord that you can. But as I said, uh, maybe uh, stop and pray for those, because I shared just things that just come my way in the past three, four days. You know, I'm sure you've, you've heard of people yourself and you know of people whose Christmas may not be real bright and rosy and holly and jolly for them this year, but there's one thing that we can do for them. We can care and we can weep with them and we can pray for them. Amen? So tonight, I'm, I'm just asking all that will, if you will, to come to the altar and let's close our service tonight praying. Tony, you can come play if you want.